All right. And uh, back, to, back to having an STI or STD. I don't know if it's <laughs> Whichever generation you yeah. were born in. Yeah, whatever. Nobody wants it. And another great way to start an episode, sexually charged. Today, we're going to be talking about all things sexual intercourse, starting with the birds and the bees. Jason, this is a conversation you're going to have to have in about 15 or 16 oh, years' time. Uh, have you prepared for it? Hopefully and 18 so, or 19 years' time, but yeah. <laughs> well, we're, we went, but things we never promote, work out. They never work out the way you want them to, do they? You've got to pr- re- promote responsible uh, sex education. Well, actually, what, what would be responsible sex education? Because you, <clears throat> wow. you'd, be res- <sighs> you'd be promoting res- responsible sex, but se- responsible sex education, I don't, know, I don't know how you could do that responsibly. Uh, I think it's responsible well, in itself. I mean, I, first of all, I want to preface this by saying I don't necessarily think the three of us are the ones who would be leading any kind of um, any kind of class sex on ed, responsibility yeah. of, of or sex ed. Yeah, that that works too. Um, look, I'm just going to start this out by saying uh, condoms. Condoms are your friend. They're you your ally. Do, They're your you, battle buddies. That's never true. go into no, never go into battle without your buddy. Okay, and there's the slogan. Uh, not brought to you by Durex. Unless you really trust someone. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude, this is my point. Unless you this have is really we- good judgment. <laughs> yeah. Unless you really know the person. Well, no. no, it's not if you know them. It's if you love them a lot, Yanko. Yeah, yeah. or... Um, that know, or if your polar game those is real high strong. school sweetheart sort of a thing, each other's first time, and then just ride that train into the sunset. <laughs> ride that train until it crashes into the station, and you probably don't end up happy and married together. You just have two kids. Well, isn't and you're that like isn't that like Nitro's story, right? Like I don't his, know. his wife well, is his high, school high school sweetheart. sweetheart right? High school sweetheart. Yeah, it does work out, kids, but I'm just too cynical. It's like a movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does he have cornfields though? Is it like fucking overhead high and they got a baseball field out there and stuff like how? What how, is this? What are you? Where, how do you get into Field of Dreams? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that or what Superman. I, that's what I think about when I think about uh, the American dream. Someone's growing corn somewhere. You know, that's yeah. your American dream, growing corn. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a dude in a cornfield. <laughs> well, the American dream's dead already, boys. I don't want to bring up liquid too soon, but uh, yeah, the, 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 oh, dude, the American everything is dead, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's just all it's all gone. Uh, speaking of someone that wasn't America, Yanka, you you had a, a bit of a vacay, didn't you? Yeah, I did, but I mean, it wasn't in the U.S. No, um, well, exactly. It was a different location. Bro, it was actually wild. Like when I got back, I got back on Tuesday. My bag was missing. Uh, Wednesday Wait, this, was my girlfriend. Last girl- Tuesday. This Tuesday. No, uh, no, last from week. from Dallas. So two weeks ago. Oh shit! Okay, I was like, well, today's only Wednesday. This is all happened very soon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, <clears throat> so Wednesday was my girlfriend's birthday. Then on Friday, I had a bachelor's party because I'm the best man, so I had to organize everything and all that stuff. And then Saturday, like noon i was flying out for vacation so it was jet lag and a busy couple of days and then <clears throat> i really needed that vacation you know just chilling really not doing anything crazy you know some nice food nice restaurants uh, i was in greece i was uh inglifada it's like You're 40 like minutes throw from me yeah it's like 40 minutes away from athens so it was great actually it, i was really i really really liked it there um, so I think it's going to become a yearly thing for me, to be honest, because it's easy from Belgrade, just a one hour, like 15 minute flight. And then it's, you know, to that area, it's like 25 minutes from the airport. So it's really convenient. Um, also, if you want to 
go to Athens, it's like a 30-minute drive. Um, so you get a little bit of everything. So, yeah, I had a lot of fun. I think I'm going to squeeze one more in uh, during the break, maybe Spain or something like that for another seven or eight days. There's so, only, yeah, tw- we're only cool. 22 days. Yeah, until when the, the fuck are you going to do that? Yeah, so, it's yeah but so I don't quick. do blast, guys. <laughs> like, I have no, those that's like true. extra two weeks. That's true. That's that true. is true. Because it's only it'd only be three weeks in that sense until they they go back. It's so crazy, man. Like, uh, it's I way don't want to get it's in, way too short. Like, it feels mega quick, doesn't it? It's way too short. Luckily, for the teams, well, I guess it depends on the teams, right? So the blast partner teams, I know that a lot of them are just going to use the tournament as boot camp because. Especially if they're new rosters. Because you're there for two weeks, man, and and you have like so many days off and so many games that aren't really, there's not really a lot at stake. So you're like, well, if we do a boot camp before this and then, you know, we, we just have, there, there's enough time there just to use it as a boot camp, right? You just sort of apply yourself a little bit more uh, mentally, you get into that mode and that's fine because if you look at it as well, if you were going to do a boot camp, after. yeah, if you're going to do a boot camp before Blast, and you're two weeks at Blast and two weeks in Cologne. I mean, that's already at the very start of the season with, without having too much time off. Um, it's pretty strenuous uh, start. Pretty think, intense. Pretty it's cool intense. though. Is strenuous it's also cool. a good word? It, yeah, but yeah, strenuous it's, it's a fun. It's a fun lens to look at it through, right? Like I think. Uh, you know, you can look at the downsides of a lot of this, and yeah, I agree. I think the break just does kind of feel like it's very quick. Um, I don't know whether it is or it isn't. It just feels quick. Um, but like, if we look at it through that lens, right? The Counter Strike that's going to be played through that lens of okay, they're playing uh, to get into shape as quickly as possible. So they'll be working things out. They'll be trying things. Communication won't be perfect. People's aim will be a little bit off. Maybe the games will be a little bit sloppy around the edges there. But you're looking for like who can piece things together the quickest. You can look for people's individual form, like a little bit like, like oh, who's who's come out of the break looking hot, right? Who's who's actually hitting some shots? So there's different things to look at then, you know, who's well, just, who's just go, like the best team, right? Also, with how crazy all the, the, the roster changes are, it's just going to be like your first glimpse is like, all right, who's like the first look at all these new rosters, some of which are going to be vastly different, is going to be absolutely mental to watch, like even just evolve over the two weeks of Blast into the two weeks of Cologne. Like it's going to be crazy to see which teams like really figure out how to come together fast. And I think probably some of those teams that are Blast partnered and will make significant roster changes, you might see them do at least a five-day boot camp i don't know maybe even a week if you really want to just so you set the base right and then you already have official practice so to speak where you can see okay did we set the roles correctly or maybe maybe position spots more so uh some of the you got a long time to the major too yeah, I mean, for the major, yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's the thing, you get to experiment. You get to just try some things out, which I think is why we're seeing so many odd uh, announcements with all these roster changes that's happening because it's not, this is the thing as well. This isn't even downtime with all the conversations that are going on with these players and their agents and their management and their teams and prospects of teams and having interviews with in-game leaders and coaches on the other side and seeing what works for everybody. Like, think about all that shit that's going on now during the break as well for some of these teams. And then think about it if you're a player in one of the teams who maybe you're disposable and they're looking like getting rid of you. And how do you start making moves? Like, do you even know you're about to get cut? Like, it's such a weird time. It's the opposite of relaxing. It's like, 
fuck, man. This this is where this this is your entire next season of Counter Strike. So, if things are to be to be believed, like a heroic, a phase, a G two, they can take the break a little bit more chill, right? Because those teams are, are are apparently not having roster changes. Yeah, I I think also I I did get some uh, sort of information, hope, hopeful information where, and you know the reason why all this is bullshit again is because the majors are in the middle of the season, so then you have tournaments who always have that asterisk after them, um, but from twenty twenty five supposedly the majors will be slotted as the last event of the season. Yeah. So, so we can finally get that out of the way. Obviously, the, the PGL major next year is already scheduled. It's pretty early, right? And I think probably the second one is going to be in, the, in a similar sense, you know, middle of the season. But I think from 2025, you know, the dates are moved. So it's at the end um, of the season. It's so long away, doesn't it? That's but a it talking counter-exclusive right there. Yeah, but I, I think also that... It's it's incredibly important, and it will do so much good for the scene, the scheduling, the everything, because we can finally stop, like in Dallas and in Rio and at Blast Finals, you know, to talk about it. Have fucking players too, oh, man. Yeah. Like, oh, this we're team is dead. We're how burnt cool. out. Oh yeah, well, you know, who knows uh, how the team will look like after the break? Uh, or yeah, I mean, we won the major. It's hard to motivate yourself for this tournament after you won the major. Um, and so on and so on, which are all valid things to say. You know, players are not robots. Different tournaments have different level of importance, prestige, and whatnot, right? So it also sucks for some of the players and performances, right? Like you look at, I don't know, uh, Dexter in, 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 in some of his games in Dallas, and you're like, ooh, he's actually like pretty good, but, you know, but probably he just already knows he's getting cut and he's playing, you know, with no pressure and is just having better games. So the, also, if you're a team who wants to pick up some of these players that you know are, you know, you're not getting real sort of feedback, right? Like in terms of how they're playing and whatnot. So I, I well, think it's in, also a bit just messier. so many things, it's going to be better in so many Ooh. things. With CS2, like it's it's making things messier right now with all the changes at the moment that we're we're seeing yeah. too, right? Like. There's all of this. Like, it's a perfect mixing pot for uncertainty right now, which is which is cool because we're gonna. It's gonna be interesting to see what comes out on top and who's made the right calls and which type of people have made the right plays and who's who's actually made a valid pickup. Like um, I don't know. Let's use like Boros as an example, right? In Monty, he was great, but now we get to see him on Falcons, and if they're competing in more tournaments, which is one of those ifs, right? If they uh, they're in the gamers eight thing, but um, you know, getting him in like a pro league or that type of stuff, when you get to see more of them, then you ask the question, can these players conti like continue to produce? Did you know Falcons had that much bank? But yeah, aren't they owned by Saudi Arabia? They are? I didn't know that. I, th I think so. Oh, okay. Then, Dang. Then, then it's fine. Then we know. Well, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. Like 95% sure. It's one yeah, of those yeah. things. Quick to fact check. But yeah. Because I know uh, he was... Saudi Arabian professional like esports organization. His there price tag was pretty high. <laughs> For Bob Ross? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Some of these, th th there's a lot of players, I guess, who are looking for salary. Is this, a, is this official now that they've actually been signed? I, yeah. I just saw the rumor. Yeah, Bob, Bob Ross is official now. Longs, sure. MHL, Boros, 
MBK Perfect. and Body. That's the team. That's actually a pretty nice team. It's not bad. Uh, yeah, I like uh, I like the mix. Like what I like about this team is the mix of experience and and you know young, new blood, right? Yeah, I think we've seen maybe with some teams when they have too many young players. You know, they're struggling for leadership and some guidance. And, you know, in, in high-pressure situations, they tend to falter. While, you know, we've also seen teams full of experienced players just not have enough firepower to really do enough damage. So I think having the, the, the right mix is key. I think Sprout is a team, you know, like in, in Katowice, that's an example of a team that has a lot of talent and good firepower, but just not enough leadership and... I mean, I think Refresh led the team well, but not enough experience for the rest of the guys to really buy into it and understand which things are important. Now you come into a team with Body and especially MBK, an all-striker as a coach who's probably, he's 44 now. So you have he's a lot of... doing it for a while, Mr. You have a lot of mature human beings who are going to be like, listen, this is the way we practice. This is the way you behave in practice. And this needs to happen from day one. And... You know, if you can't makes do that, easier you'll to be keep on the bench. Accountable. Yeah, exactly, right? And also makes just practice way more productive. Yeah, if you can keep them in check. And I think that's one of the one of the fun things that these, these people will have uh, a time doing. Like, uh, Jason, do you have to keep the little one in check yet, Matt? Or are we are we still at the stage where it can't can't do anything? It can't do no. anything. It's so new. She just uh, she just rolled over from her back to her stomach for the first time yesterday. Holy shit! Yeah, that's that was a big step. That, uh, that is a big achievement, isn't it? <laughs> like that, that enables something, yeah. doesn't it? Like it means now that like you're not worried about them. Uh, it kind of it's, face down. it's yeah that that part's like nice that they can they, they can do that. I don't think she can really like do it on like command quite yet. She just kind of eventually like works her way into doing it. But I think it's more uh, it's like the step you get to before they start reaching out and grabbing shit, which is, which is when, when shit really hits the fan. When, you know, they can pick up things on the countertop, you know, when you're holding onto them and knock more things of a menace. over. Yeah, you have to, like, really be careful while you're laying around. Like, if I had my brother over the other day and I had, like, um, I'd been doing some work around the house, so I had, like, like an exacto knife and, like, some scissors on the countertop. And he's like, yep, not much longer till you can't be leaving those out lying around. And I was like, ah, good, good point. Sharp edges and all that jazz. No, you could have worried about that shit. Yeah, that's aggressive, man. I guess, yeah, I know yeah. it's 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 a it's it's asking a lot. I feel uh, for me to be responsible about leaving dangerous objects everywhere. Yeah, because you're an adult, you don't have to worry about those objects. You ain't no fool. Are you using the, uh, most of my life? I've I've lived around dangerous. You know, they've just they've just been there. Well, maybe that's <laughs> like maybe bring them into the danger. If you were a commando, you know, and been through three <laughs> Iraq you or like Afghanistan that? tours, you know, I'm used to I was, being around dangerous yeah, objects all the time. I am a dangerous a object. In Grand Rapids, Michigan, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Look, yeah, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to big myself up to the audience, you know? And shit, man. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm here to tear I, you down, Jason. Uh, <laughs> Jason, are you using, a, are you using an outlet, uh, uh, the, the baby monitor? We're like, what's your baby monitor situation? Oh, we, have, um, we have two baby monitors. We got one baby monitor, monitor for the nursery that has the crib, which we only use for naps at the moment. Okay. We're going to start what? sleep training this weekend. Um, and then we have a baby monitor for the bassinet in the bedroom. 
So wherever she's sleeping, there's there's eyes on her. You rocking on that her. ankle bracelet? What's are you doing that that job? Not yet, but we have we have something with the one and dude. This this shit's crazy. This is how you know like babies is just like it's a babies baby are an industry like huge. any was, other. It's I was it's learning mental. about this when I went home for Christmas and I like met my sister's kid, uh, right? Which is like a I don't know nine months old or some shit. So yeah. I, was, I was learning about all this type of stuff. Yeah, we the baby monitor that we have above the crib can detect when the breathing if she stops breathing. Yeah, man, it's fucking wild. Bro. Like it's like it like cracks temperature, like when it was last. Like I get a notification like, oh, your baby was last attended like twenty five minutes ago, and I was like, okay, this is a bit crazy. And and it can actually just like give you a notification of, oh, your baby's no longer breathing. And I'm like, well, that's lovely. <laughs> yeah, um, but at least at least you can try and do something about it. <laughs> No, but here's the here's the problem with it, Chad. Like, I don't trust the tech, right? Oh like, shit! Is the tech known to be faulty? Have you looked into? I the have tech? no idea. So you have to like wrap like a sensor around the child first and foremost to yes, like the, get it. That's to, the anklet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like around the chest, right? To like do the the the, the lungs compression in All and right, out. This but, is the thing I saw. Okay. Yeah, I I can. Uh, yeah, I guess we'd call that an anklet. Oh yeah, sure. In a way, that's that seems larger. Oh no, no, that is actual anklet. No, this is like a, a straight up like strap that you'd put, almost like a weightlifter like a uh, uh, strap that they'd put on. Okay. But anyways, I don't trust it. Like I don't, I don't trust the world where I'm out like you know out to dinner with my wife and I get a notification that says well, your baby is stopped breathing. You're not leaving your breathing. fucking. You're not leaving your fucking two month old. No, no. The, old my parents, my parents. Like I, we have, we have the baby, we have a babysitter at home. No, I don't but like, leave my imagine like, trust this machine while I'm getting wasted. No, the but then like imagine like just sitting out there and I'd be like, and, and, like you come home and it's like I feel like that's a faulty notification. Like that's got it. Like eight out of ten times, it's got to be <laughs> faulty yet? notification. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I think it's yeah, fucking hell. The the alternative. I don't, I don't, I don't. I see with Jason and Jane just now, (laughs) just like five star restaurant. Jason's in like a fucking tux. Jane's dressed to the nines. They're having some champers. Looking at this fucking baby monitor (laughs) on a fucking Tuesday night or something. No, but I know Jason. Like he would be so anxious, right? He couldn't relax for one second. He would just be like looking at the monitor. Jane would be like. Come on, honey, have some champagne. <laughs> Jane wouldn't have a care in the world, right? Like, and then Jason is like anxious because you know you're not actually Wait, leaving have, your baby alone with something you know, or you're like you're leaving a with a babysitter. You know you have that completely backwards, right? In what universe is Jane trying to get me to have a drink of alcohol? Because like she's in with what the baby universe? the whole time. Like she's tired. She wants to have a night out, right? And you're traveling the world, <laughs> fucking around with your boys. You know, yeah. like that's that's your night to to worry. That's that's for you to see how she feels all the time. Oh, right. fucking Maybe hell, there's some truth I there. just I have to. This is literally <laughs> Mira. Mira has just look. I I'm sorry. We're gonna dip in and out of this stuff because this is kind of my life at the moment. Is just this fever dream of going to sleep, waking up, plants and face it. Bro, I saw Ross this. So when I saw this, I didn't believe. I didn't believe the truth. Right. I, didn't, I, I didn't. saw the one earlier today that said that the the other one, the other guy, JL. JL, JL yeah, that yeah. was like yeah, this twenty is, minutes ago. This is Mira posting this shit, right? Okay, can you can we just say it out loud for the listeners? <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, I forgot about that. Yeah, uh, I didn't know if Chad was trying to keep like an announcement. Like, I, I didn't know if he was trying to build suspense. So was... No, it says I'll just read the tweet. It says, according to sources, Navi are locked in talks with Gamer Legion over the transfer of Emma. My report in collaboration with Nell, who also revealed that Navi have begun negotiations for Alexi B. 
so so that would be in theory if all the rumors are true because there's the rumors of electronic and perfecto leaving it would be alexi ima jl simple and bit yes wow I don't know what to think about that. I don't know. I don't know what to think about it either. Like Alexi, he's sort of. I, that's a, that's the problem with like Alexi. It's like his circumstances haven't been ideal. You could even say they were far from ideal, right? And I don't know where to put him anymore, right? I don't know how to evaluate him, right? Well, let's like, let's track track the history. Here, like right? I felt, so I felt. Ants? Well, yeah, it's ends with the Finnish team, right? Yeah. I think. They were one of the teams that got boosted by the AUG and AUG meta. For sure. Because when that stopped, their results were nowhere close to, you know, what they had during that time. So I'm basically saying, I don't think their players were that good, but those guns being more viable made up for that skill gap. So they had better, better results, you know, they, than they would have had otherwise. After that, he goes to OG, right? I mean, again, how do you regard those rosters at the time you know what was it Isaman to MBK I didn't think he had phenomenal pieces right? by any means so it's like no. at the time you're thinking well this is not a terrible team they're not world beaters but they could do some damage they never won even any smaller tournament right but you're like okay you could see sometimes they're doing some things well um, then it was it was G2 after that right from OG yeah it yeah. was almost a swap and then they're doing well at the beginning, you know, they had that cl- close grand final against uh, FaZe in Katowice. Then they have the whole COVID thing at Pro League where they can't play with him. You know, they're playing with a sub. They don't qualify for playoffs. And because of that, they have like a month without officials, which they were saying like sort of month and a half even. So it's all these weird things happening. And I think, you know, some of the, the rest of the team was impatient. And I think... If they had the approach, like mentally, like they did with Hooksy and that whole thing after failing to qualify for the Rio Major, like if they had that sort of a vibe in the team when Alexi was there, I think they would have been more successful. You know, I, I think that roster potentially could have even worked. Maybe if you only swapped out Jax, I don't know, right? So then after that, he goes to NIP. And you're like, <laughs> I remember, dude, this is so funny. Like at the start of the year and he's like, you know, I just want our roster to be stable. And then two days later, <laughs> like Hampus decides to, you know, take a break and they have to play with a standing end. So he lacks stability in NIP, right? And I think we all know how difficult it is to get good on ha- or have any sort of consistency when you're changing players all the time. And especially on the in-game leader and the coach, it's just mentally so draining right because you have to go over the same things like over and over again with the new guy and have patience for him to you know get used to it so and it's it's just a shitty situation i got a question in. though right because you, you we talk about this we're talking about how he got to where this position now and this is all being discussed because he might be getting signed to navi but when you think about that what like what have we learned over that that time, right? What what's the takeaways? Do you think that Alexi B like hasn't had a good opportunity to to pull anything off? Do you think that he is a good he's a good in game leader and is someone who fits the bill here? And yeah, it's like okay, yeah, Alexi he's a good. You, we've seen him across all these teams. He does a serviceable job. 
if he had better pieces and stability, then this the team could win, right? Because that's essentially how you felt about G2, right? Yeah, I think I think he needs to be less rigid in his in the structure that he's building, right? I think his system needs to have a maybe a little bit more space for players to do their own thing, especially in the mid to late round, kinda. Um, outside of that, I think it looks okay, right? I also don't think he's a, you know, I think he's a better player individually than, you know, your Hooksy, your Carrigan, um, and, and, and some of those guys, right? I think he could do a little bit more on that level. So if you add the fact that he would have Blade as a coach, and, you know, Blade also has a lot of authority, and he would, you know, have to listen to him, and, and he would have to understand that coming into the team, I could see a world in which it could work, right? But it's just... Especially going to Navi, it's it's such a weird mix, no? Yeah, no. I mean, I think for me, I'm, when I, when we coming into this podcast today, in my head, I was like, all right, I'm going to ask the guys like, what what's like some of the craziest like roster moves that they've heard rumored or like seen? Like, what's the craziest one in their head? And I think for me. Alexi, Alexi to Davi was was up there as one of the more wild ones. Some of the shit um, that we were hearing though was wild. Like, yeah, well, I heard of, like, electronic twists. going to EG. Like, yeah, that like what? Why? Why would he do that? But <laughs> I know. But the question well, unless here he's getting is a why is bag. why is Navi willing to part ways with electronic? I you know maybe it's the the whole Russian thing in the end. Well, Striker said last night that apparently it's not Navi who want to let him go. Yeah, it could be electronic wanting out. So, and that, but, I mean, but that makes even less sense to me. And I, I, I don't know how we get to the well, bottom of that. It would have. I to, don't know, man. That 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 team has been in a spiral now. Oh, you for feel a long like time. maybe just doesn't want to actually be there anymore. Like he feels that the team that could be it because he's a great player. He could I mean, go somewhere else. You also have to yeah. understand Navi is putting some, like I don't want to say limitations, but uh, conditions, right? on him and Perfecto staying in the Navi organization, right? So maybe he's had enough of that. Like he has a wife and a kid. Maybe that has become too much for him to juggle, you know, his professional responsibilities, also being the in-game leader, right? Like your, your workload is bigger. You had to relocate your family and, and, and whatnot. Maybe he's just like, hey, I can't do this anymore. Like, you know, like my family can't can't handle this anymore. And even though I've, you know, I would like to stay in this organization, it just doesn't make any sense to me. But I mean, it's all speculation, so maybe we shouldn't <laughs> dabble in it. No, it could be a lot of things, right? I th- but I, I think what is interesting is the places that he could go. Like the EG one is wild. Like that just, it's crazy. That's whack. That as roster fuck. that I heard was like Alige, Electronic, Automatic, Zorty, um, Neelan. Yeah. Or was it per, where was Perfecto? What's the rumor about Perfecto? I could, well, there was no, a rumor about Perfecto and Electronic to Cloud Nine. Yeah, yeah that, that was one. the one where they. Were I heard, together. I heard Electronic and I heard a. I can't remember if I heard Perfecto to EG as well, but the EG one's weird because they've already picked up like. They already have like four players or something like that that they've picked up. Like if they get a liege, then you have like a team of four. So if you get electronic and perfecto, all of a sudden you're sitting at six and someone gets bumped out. And I don't know who it would be. I guess it'd probably be like Neilan. I don't, I don't know. I don't even know. It's all crazy. It's all weird. I mean, it's, it's also like how are these teams, I, how are these orgs putting these teams together? Like surely by now we've learned, you know, you, you can't just – 
even if the players like roles make sense, right? You can't just put them all together and like, here you go, now you're playing together. I right? think this is a big gamble period though, Yanko, because of like the CS2 yeah. situation. I think right Fair now enough. it's like hugely, ga- like, oh, in recent history, who played well? Okay, do we think like if we like nurture them now or we buy them up now, they might that might transfer across? Because man, who the fuck knows what's going to happen also, with CS2? I think, I think too, it, it'd be really interesting to hear how these talks are, are actually going because I know from what I've heard, uh, like a lot of the negotiations that players are having is that they don't want to commit long-term to a team or an org. Really? Because CS2 is coming out, because they're like, we don't know what the land, we don't know how the game is going to change things. We don't know if this team is still going to be good when CS2 comes out. So I know there's like some negotiations where the players, but we still want tens of thousands are, of dollars, please. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I mean, look, when I say players, I, I more mean like the agents representing them, right? Yeah. But like there is like a hardball game being played where because there's so much uncertainty, like it's that idea of a long term deal is not as, is not as attractive to the player side, which obviously the orcs are just like, I would imagine they're just like, well, I don't really care about your concerns if I'm paying the money. <laughs> so I, I'd be very curious at, like how cut, these deals. If you want to pay for five thousand dollars, yeah, sure, yeah. Let's do it. But like, I also, I also, yeah, exactly. But I also get it from the player perspective. Like, I wouldn't be signing like a four year contract going into like CS two, right? So I, like, <laughs> I would, I would really pay. wonder <laughs> how. Yeah, unless you're Jame. Um, but I'd be, I'd be really curious about how these contracts are structured. But. Um, I want to go back to Navi, the Navi and Alexi thing for just a second, because mm-hmm. one thing, one thing about him that I've always that he still hasn't answered as a question. Because when you were, were mentioning Yanko, like you don't know where to put him. I like Alexi as an in-game leader, but one thing I don't think I've ever seen him really do well is take a team from like its formation to then becoming an effective team, like, right? Like he built the OG team or he was part of that from the get-go, a roster coming together. It went nowhere, didn't have great pieces. G2 as well kind of came in with the new opera within Monacy, wasn't able to bring that up. He's got a brand new lineup now as well in Navi if this all goes through. Like, I don't know if I necessarily have faith in him as an in-game leader to about take it. Blade as well though. How does that relationship play out? Yeah. I think Blade yeah. is an incredible coach. So I think I think Blade is I think Blade is excellent of, and good, and, but and is that enough? Yeah, I think it is. I mean, dude, he could make Boomage. You know, he could make a team work with Boomage. I, I think he can <laughs> surely make one work with Alexi too. Um, Speaking I of Boomage, man, Boomage is cute as fuck. Yeah. Go on. Yeah, but I I want to say though, I don't know. I kind of like Alexi too. From talking to him, you know, at different tournaments, like he's a smart guy, like he understands, you know, some of the losses, what happened, some of the wins, what happened and so on. Um, he carries himself good, I feel like as well. But, you know, if I'm like Alexis, you know, defendant in, in what you said, I would say, yeah, but that was Monesi's first tier one experience, for example. So he got him when he was at his yeah. most raw, right? Like yeah. when, when he, he's probably the emotions were all over the place and everything all that sort of a jazz. You also had, you know, Jax in there who probably you could have, you know, used someone else a little bit more because of the communication thing and whatnot, uh, you know, and, and you. I feel like just the team wasn't patient enough with him. I, I felt like if their attitude was better within the team and they gave it some more time, I think they could have had probably the same amount of success that they had with the Hooksy JKS roster. Or if you just add JKS during the break, you keep Alexi and you make that mental change. You're telling me that team can't like 
played the same. Well, obviously, and a little bit of a change in the, as I said, like making the style less rigid, but maybe that's wanting too much to change you know, or expecting too much to change. Yeah, one step at a time. But what about the rest time. of the guys? JL and uh, Ima? It's That's all, a, it's all it's wild. A big, it's a big roll of the dice on players who showed good things at the major but don't have like a large resume or pedigree of those kinds of performances. They both seem like... Um, stand, like they, they both seem like chill people. Like JL is quite a hype <laughs> guy. Uh, Ima seemed pretty calm, pretty relaxed, pretty measured. So, yeah. like, when I think about the personalities, okay, so they seem like they well, that's the thing. You're going to play a team with simple. You're going to have to make sure you can fucking contain it because there is going to be a little bit of argy barge. In terms of performing again, though, that's what I'm talking about with the gamble. That's the only thing I can really scratch this up to because I think to see the performance is great, to replicate the performance is the next thing. And if you're happy to go... With what you've seen, if that's enough to get you to make these type of moves and take that that chance, then apparently that's enough. And if things don't work when CS2 comes out, I think that you're in a position to try and change things up again, right? But I think the bigger point that we're not talking about here is the move away from like the Russian speaking. Right? We know that Navi obviously don't want to sign Russian players, um, but like not even Ukrainian. They didn't even look at like any of the bait players or anything like that. Or maybe they did, but maybe they were too expensive and it w- would be worth buying like people from international teams more than it would be like buying like an owner or a wrinkle or an amster or whatever from a, from a team like bait. But it is, if, if Navi and liquid both move away, I think most of the teams in the top 10 are all international. Yeah. Well, it's gotta be now. I think, I think this is, this is, I mean, we've seen that we've seen it coming. It was only a matter of time before one of these, uh, shakeups just introduced. But there was always international mainstays, rosters. You know what I meant. You know, like when Denmark when is the only one now. Yeah. Denmark's the only one now. And because they have so many players. <laughs> that yeah, they do have in. like three yeah. teams worth of like players, <laughs> which is mental to think about. And and I guess VP. Yeah, I mean Brazil, VP Brazil, Brazil. Yeah, but then the but yeah, even I even even Brazil, I think to account. I mean, someone like Bit. His English is not great, man. I mean, simple, sure, but he never had to really. Well, in Liquid, if I you guess go back to Team Liquid, I mean, but yeah, it was really his English is really rough back then. If you guys it's much remember, better it. now, his yeah, it's much great. better now. And yeah. also the way Russian-speaking teams communicate and the way they call out things with the numbers, it's like really specific, you know, and they're used to that. So you either have to get the other guys to get used to that uh, way of saying, but also numbers don't obviously sound the same you don't you know it's different words in russian and in english so it might also sound silly for some of the numbers you you have to say um so i i I don't know i'm to be honest like i'm not really loving this for navi um the fact that they're going international similar to vitality i think they're going to really underest they really underestimate the communication the growing pains in the growing pains right and but you know maybe that's the plan maybe the plan is like use these first nine months focus only on that we don't have to win shit let's just get our like comms in place like see if this can actually even work and then you know so that we are in contending status for the next major, which is what nine, ten months away, you know, it's a it's a pretty yeah. long time. I yeah, mean, you'd hope these teams time. are focused on 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 the long, the long game, right? That's what. But that's when what you look at the players themselves, you have two passive guys in 
Alexi and Bit, sort of anchorish players uh, that that you can you know Bit. That's how he started out in Avi, and then you have Ima who's aggressive and JL some somewhere in between, and obviously simple with the aggressive wall, but. I don't do know. whatever he wants. <laughs> the problem is Alexi is like in some of the teams, he's leading from the lurk, right? In other ones, he was doing it from the group. I think he prefers the lurk, but I don't know if he can get that uh, in this Navi team. I, I, I feel like I just looking at this, I mean, thinking about different conversations and different interviews and different times I've seen them in interviews talk about the game, I cannot see a world where there's not a clash between Alexi and Simple at some point. Like that. I think there'd be lots of clashes. There's like, that's going to be such an obstacle, I think, to get over is like the difference of philosophy of Alexi, who likes to be a little bit more structured to Simple, who's way more free flowing and way more intuitive and like in, and also you're just never gonna you're never gonna rein simple in like you almost have what, to keep him unleashed what does this mean for simple's future though rap because he is like the franchise navi player but let's just live in a fucking strange world for a second sure let's say i don't know let's say that that g2 wanted to sign simple <laughs> i know modesty's good right? i'm not that, that this is like, and and but now simple's in a position if the team's gone international and his team if with the roster we're talking about on paper wouldn't be considered better than G2, right? Yeah. So on like, paper. you know what I mean? Like what if this is a full hypothetical, but would, would there be anything that would entice simple to then leave Navi and maybe join like a, what if he went to phase, you know, obviously phase is a much better it. example than G2. <laughs> yeah. I, I was, like. I was just, I was just throwing something out there, but uh, I, I just saw the G2 clips. So I was on the brain. No, only um, I'm saying that only because, you know, Monesi has already shown a lot for his young age and he is extremely young. So you've got a guy for many years to come, right? Simple, I think, still in his prime years, still can play incredibly well, I think. I actually, in this hypothetical, I think I think G2 makes more sense than, than FaZe in a way. How come? If we're going to... If we're gonna go down the crazy, if we're gonna go down the crazy weird world that that Chad wants to live in for a moment, um, like if you're if you're G two and you have players like like Nico that have been around, not I'm not calling them old by any means, but what twenty six, Simple's twenty five, you have a higher age, and if you're Navi and you're going for all these young players, you're bringing in JL, you're bringing in Ima who are twenty two, twenty three. There's a world where I feel like it makes sense to say, let's go for a straight swap, simple for Modesty. Give us the young opera. We're, si we're gearing up for the future. Simple wants to win trophies now. He's used to being at the top. Nico wants to win trophies. He's used to being at the top. He doesn't have a major. I feel like there's a world where those like timelines line up for each team. Actually, I mean, yeah, if you look at it that way, you could make that case. The question is, would I'm, you know, I'm thinking if I'm the orgs, am I like... Am I digging that? You know, yeah, exactly. I, I think Simple obviously has a bigger brand, and but at this point, right, and he's, you know, the goat. On the other side, you have a kid who is probably going to be the next goat. The next simple, yeah. <laughs> in, 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 in that position, um, and if you're Navi, you're like, oh, we sold him for 600k. Now we can just straight swap him back. Game on. Yeah. <laughs> One problem is he's Russian, though. So. Why did Why did Chad's broken ass brain come up with some weird idea that turned out to well, be decent? Yeah. I don't know. Like I, I, I would just, I just throw stuff out there. So maybe, yeah, I know. maybe something. No, I, I think it actually is interesting if you, if you look at it from that way, because it, it feels like, you know, because when you think about simple in this team, 
it's the same kind of idea that, that I've seen other teams have where you have like, it's like the same kind of concept with Astralis where you have half the player who's like, half the people who have like pedigrees and championship categories and want to win now and the other half of the team is like future project, is a project for the future. So like in some ways, like the goals don't really align. Well, which that's is what thing. I feel I like do. simple only, would be in this only, roster. The only problem is, the only difference is you could argue that Monesi is win ready now at this point. True. You know? Yeah. So, I yeah, I, think, I mean, he's not as good as it's, simple, it's an interesting sort of, you know, brainstorm, like, you know, shooting the shit theory. But I think I would want to say, you know, it would make more sense for FaZe. Hold up, gentlemen. Hold up. Hold up. Can you can you hear this? Yeah. Rushley, Hello? you're on the podcast. Oh, we can. Hi, how are you doing? Hey, Rushley. Hey, hey Rushley. The brush the sand. Hello. Where are you going to be our producer, Rushley? You're not going to be able to hear them, Rush, but uh, there's questions about you being our producer again. I wasn't calling you about that. I wanted, I did want to know how the weather was currently in the United Kingdom. Yeah, mate, I'm in the middle of a peat district right now. There's a duck looking at me. So, there's a sorry, duck. could you repeat that again? There's I, a I, duck looking at him. We didn't quite get all of that. I said I'm, uh, I'm out of peat district right now. I'm in the middle of nowhere. There's a duck looking at me. What district? Uh, peat district, in it. <laughs> um, okay. Well, how, ask him how, about simple for modesty trade. How would you feel that? if uh, simple joined G two and modesty joined Navi? Modesty joined Navi. Yeah, it's a swap for simple. Um, don't know if I like that, mate. To be honest, I'm not a massive fan. What you, what's holding you uh, up is here? Is it Navi or ch uh, chipping? I read uh, some things on the internet. I don't know anything, but I heard Navi's chipping and changing as well. Okay. So what's Monacy joining into? Well, he's joining into a team of uh, young, talented, hungry players who are probably going to be primed to win trophies in the next, uh, you know, 12, 12 months. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I could see it working out. I mean, um, don't know. I mean, uh, simple to G2, though. I mean, simple Nico and uh, old Juzzy ba Baby. Juzzy Baby. <laughs> <laughs> he even right, fucking Rush. talks like you now. God uh, bless. <laughs> Rush, uh, before we, before we let you mate, go, it's, mate, it's, be it's beautiful out here, mate. You won't believe what I've been seeing. I'm seeing all sorts of stuff. I got rained on today, fully. Like uh, I was out walking. We were up on the top of some mountains, and um, I got fully rained on. But you know, other than that, it's absolutely beautiful out here, man. I recommend it. I've got an ice cream as well. <laughs> what are you recommending? I come down to the Petersham, mate. Oh, the look. Okay, and but it can be wet. All right, and your ice, what type of ice cream do you have? It's a it's a ninety nine flake. If you know what that is, I do know a ninety nine flake. Have you gone? You've gone for a cone? Yeah, yeah, a cone. It's where the shit cones are. So it's not like a really good cone. You haven't gone a waffle the cone. Soft serve is good. Yep. No, it's not. I don't know. It's one of them classic trash cones, you know. But I mean, I don't want to say it too loud because the person who gave it me is not that far away, so I can't talk too loud about <laughs> shit it. What's a what's a Mr. Whippy's uh, flake cone worth these days, Rush? How much did that set you back? <laughs> Not 99p. Probably 99 quid, I'll tell you that now. Not 99p at all. I think it cost us three pounds something. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right, Rush. Uh, when can the people expect to see you back on the servers, mate? I'll be back uh, on Saturday. All right. Well, uh, we look forward to hearing from you, Rushy. Thank you for your wise words. Uh, anything you want to say to, uh, right, to yep. Yanko and, and Jason before we leave? Is that Yanko and Jason to ask them how they are? 
We're good. We're, we're, we're great, we're great Rush. Rush. Yeah. I'm great, I'm glad to hear. <laughs> don't have enough, don't have yeah, enough I've, ice cream. I've got, but... I've got to drive home, mate. It's a long drive. It's about 20 minutes. So, so I'm going to be in the car for a long time. All right. All right mate. Keep your hands at uh, 10 and 2, eyes right, on the road. Bit, Make sure you put your seatbelt on. Yeah. yeah. I'll send you a picture, mate. Bye, Rush. <laughs> All right. Sorry. We just, it was just a special call in. I think we should do more call ins. Yeah, I think that should to be the people. yeah recurring uh, <laughs> recurring theme of the podcast. We just call someone in, just call Henry in. Call, what uh, if we just yeah. called like random people from like high school that we haven't talked to in like six years and just got them on a podcast? I still have my old sim, so I have so many of those old numbers, but I don't know what I would talk to them about. I think I found out. No, that you was just a bad. be like, you'd be like, <laughs> 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 you. Uh, I was gonna say you. Uh, you just ask them about Counter Strike, see if they see what they say. They'll probably say absolutely nothing of value at all. Yeah, well, if they know what's going on, then yeah, they, yeah, then we've probably been in contact with them, Jason. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. You know, there's people. There's people. They're in the peripheries, but you know, you know, they're there. You can reach out and touch them. All they're right, not can too we far away? Can we talk about something close to my heart now that we've we've kind of talked around Navi for a little bit of time? <laughs> does it start with an L? It does start with an L. Here we go. You guys want to tackle this? You want to save it for later? I would like to, but I want to let you know that I am going to be playing the card of Devil's Advocate here. Oh, okay. I like that. So I would like you to present the way you feel, and uh, I'm happy to have this discussion with you today. Uh, okay. Well, my feelings are a bit, a bit, uh, conflicted, complicated. I, I, I'm excited for you to play devil's advocate because I have to work through them a little bit, I feel. Okay. Um, but you know, from one perspective, I, I do kind of like the chain, like the, 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 the rumor in terms of Patsy coming in, um, in terms of, I, you know, I don't know much about Rain Waker, but everyone I've spoken to in Europe that knows I've never seen him play. Everyone, everyone is, speaks highly of him. I don't know how good he is or I know it's a project so it might not go well but I think it's a very cool idea so from the perspective of the actual counter-strike and the actual team being put together um Rain Waker and Patsy in Elise out uh I'm into it I like it I'm not a huge fan of um of Yakinder as an in-game leader but Daps uh, has spoken very highly of him when I talked to him in Dallas about the situation I tried to convince him not to keep Yakinder as an in-game leader um, and he was pretty adamant that he had faith that Yakinder could do it. Uh, and Daps is probably one of the better talent, probably the best talent scout we've had in North America, like ever, in terms of bringing up young players and discovering young talent. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, ride on his road for a little bit on that decision. Um, but my obvious, my obvious discomfort with this move is it, it's kind of like it's kind of like the bell ringing out that the North American scene is officially dead. Just well, no. Just, think that's it's all of counter-strike international now i know it feels a little bit more personal because you're from north america but it's Mm. just the majority of the teams are just international and most of those nations exist in europe correct but we're going to see (laughs) i mean yeah europe has more nations than north america (laughs) thing I, 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 get, I get what you're saying here, but also like the, it's like the North American scene doesn't exist to a point where it is going to be feeding into the international counter-strike scene basically at all moving forward. We well, have twists, we have math. It will have to be someone who's exceptional, won't it? It'll have to be yes, a but that's the point. Is we don't have <laughs> we don't have the scene in nice North example. America itself to find that exception in a player. Well, what happens moment. is, Jason, you have to pull yourself up by the bootstraps, winning local qualifiers, 
and then going over and slowly chipping away and performing well until one shining light of the rough of five, maybe six with a coach, shows a glimmer, a little glimpse, a sparkle in the eye. And then maybe just maybe that player gets a chance and then they're good. Otherwise, yes, that's what, that's that's what I mean by a dead scene. When that's the th- when that's the only option that you're hoping on, it's, oh, it's that's Australian Counter Strike. I know, and I hate to break the news to you, but Australian Counter Strike is, you know, I, I'm not going to say dead. I'm not part of it, but it's at the point where North American and Australian Counter Strike have pretty much the same impact on the on the international global scene. Actually, that's Australia my point. might. Yeah, so we're both in, we're both having a shit time of it. No, but it's fine. It's all good. Sure. Justin's the, Justin's the best Australian player, so he gets to play in the best possible team he can be in. Yeah, right? it's just always it's always Twist nice to have one Canadian team, player. one team from the region who's really competing, and it's why you still get jacked up about Greyhound at events. I know even when you I predict against them, you're really Cup. rooting for him. This is why I want a World Cup now, Jason. I want a World Cup because you want to solve that problem. You want to say fuck the the regions. Just once a year, we'll do just, a World Cup. It so everyone to be, gets to root for their region exactly. once a year. It, does it ha- maybe not even? Yeah, no, once not a year, once sound, a year. Once every two? once every other year. Once, once every, every other year. Two years, yes. Because I think it's good for. I think it's good as well to show off talent from that region. And I think uh, it... Oh, the fucking cops heard it. They don't like that idea. Dang. Run for Chad. I'm out of here. Yeah, but we do like... And what we do is we get some company that has unlimited money, right, to fund a world championship. I wonder which company that is. Yeah, we get them to, to, to run a world championship Right, where they they fund, right, like it used to be back in the old ESWC, WCG days, right? Like we have we have um, events running each could place. Could we do this? Could we start this? The three of us. It could be the Talking Counter World Cup Championship. Just needs to happen once every two years. It's just the World it, Cup. It's not the World it, Cup Championship or the World Championship. Whatever. It, but regardless, <laughs> it needs to be, you know, all the teams. And then, you know, they can show them off. We can have teams come. It's, it's, it'd be great because now we're at the point where every team is basically international. We need to stop talking about this well, on the podcast because someone will steal our, our, our idea and do it first. So Here's also, here's also the other problem to that, though, Chad, because I, I can play devil's advocate to your devil's advocate. Don't is devil's long- avocado me, mate. Wait, you're just <laughs> making your own point, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> you know, two negatives make a positive. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> give me some hope here, Jason. Well, Inject here's the problem: as as hope. long as long as the major the major has a qualification system based on regions that can't fully be true. Because you still have a north. This is this is also one. This is also an area where I would criticize this liquid move. Is they don't get to play in the North. They don't get to play in the Americas RMR, which I'll remind you, Fluxo qualified through. Yes, but so yeah, but they have. Fouls. Do we do we want to uh, do we consider <laughs> Liquid to be or or like Liquid should be? I don't mean the current roster, but Liquid as a brand in Counter Strike. Do we think that they should be featured as a top ten Counter Strike team? Like that's what we'd expect out of their their label, top ten. Yeah, I would say as an organization, I expect top 10. Okay, so if we expect them top 10, regardless of which region they're playing in, they should qualify. Will it be more difficult? Fuck yes. Yeah, they've, man, but come on, Chad. I, I don't but think that's, that's the fair. point. Like, look at the... Look <laughs> but at they're the, happy to but make look that at Cloud decision. Nine. For, I know, but that's why like, I'm criticizing that, 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 that decision. Look at that group. <laughs> like, but, I mean, the, the groups were also not, not balanced. Like, I think but then you, they ca- must see a benefit to this, yeah, right? Yeah, but also, they, Chad, you have to hashtag respect underdog. And you have to no. give people. No. You have to give. You have to give people a chance because if you put all these tier, all these the top ten best teams in the world are in Europe, and Europe has twelve slots. 
Well, how many other teams will be able to qualify from Europe? No one. What I'm talking about here, right, is the fact that them as a team have thought, this, is, this is, would be the only reason if they're making these choices, that in North America, they do not believe, or even South America for that matter, because they could have picked up a player from that region to keep that core. They don't believe that there is a good player that they can get for a reasonable amount of money with all the factors that we've spoken about, right? Like the fact that to be a good Counter-Strike team, you have to be in Europe. We know that. Essentially, yep. what you want, Jason, is a, a North American team, majority team or an American majority team uh, who represent the, the region and basically spend the majority of their time in Europe so that they're good enough to compete. Right, because that would be the only way that that would be possible. We can't. That would be that would be the dream scenario. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, what I what I really want is to have a functional North American scene that can that can actually foster that talent regionally. But, but I mean, that's say in the realm of what's possible. Yeah, that's a fucking pipe dream. But for that to yeah. happen, there needs to be infrastructure, you know, sort of being put in place that's going to be ready by the time CS2 comes out, because we will have an influx of new players. You know. But there's already opportunities, though, right? Isn't the, the, the fact is, and this is something that, you know, you can take a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Counter-Strike is available for people to play, and there are opportunities in these regions for people to be able to compete. The thing is, are, there, like, are people going to get handouts worth of money? No, like, that's, that's not going to happen. It's not a money thing for me. I, I think it's more, I guess, well, you have cash cups, you have ESCA still, right? Yeah, and you have the face it thing. So maybe it's not even like adding more things. It's just promoting the things that there that exists a little bit more, making sure they're run well, administered well, right? Promoted a little bit better so that people know. Ah, okay, I'm gonna make an account on face it. There's gonna be other guys there. We can play against each other. Ah, okay, then with the guys there, I can make a team. I can I play think, in ESC. I can play in cash cups. Like that's enough, you know. For I think them. the on, we just uh, yeah. direct them. Yeah. It might be, but also I think the, 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 the problem with losing a team like an organization like Liquid to an international roster, and by the way, I don't like the decision from this perspective. I think it's probably the right decision for Team Liquid and to, to make sure they're more European You can't focused. tell me, man, they can't get a player but, who's as good as Rain Waker. Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I would, I would have liked for them to have gone for like a, a Brazilian, get like Brazilians to flush it out. I think there was an old. Uh, Cesarado would have been nice. I think there's also like some kind of I don't know the rules to like the rosters and, and the regions for majors like super well, but I think there's like a weird technicality you could do where if you could have like if if Liquid could have picked up Flames as an Israeli, he doesn't fall under like the European RMR, so they'd have two from Europe, two from NA, and is in an Israeli. So they could go to whichever RMR they wanted. They could have still played in the Americas. I think that loophole exists. Yeah, but with Flames going to Vitality, that doesn't. That yeah, yeah, anymore. I know. But like that, that would have been a really cool play if they could have pulled that one off. If that was ever a possibility. But a lot of this is being but, rushed as well, right? We haven't even spoken about that because of this fucking blast uh, roster wait, thing. Before, the before we get too far away from it, yeah, I want to no just point. say, I just want to say one thing: that the, the 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 big loss of Liquid as like an American team, as like a North American team, is like there's no. There's no organization for like young players who are just starting and competing to like aspire to. Like, there's not like that. Like, oh, if I bust my ass and work hard enough, I can get a contract from like the America's teams, like a Liquid, like in you know a complexity. You know, those teams, all of them going international is now the scene doesn't have that that kind of like goal organization the way that Europe was has. That, but was that? I guess, I guess that. I guess I don't know, this is but, another I thing mean, where it, I lack that perspective because for me it was never that way, right? Like it was about building the best right. team. It wasn't just about building, joining like the best team. Also, another another thing is this is no this is now not Team Liquid, 
this is Team Yekindar. Like, Team Liquid. Bloody hell, Yanko's got a bit of a vendetta Damn. here. No, I don't he have vendetta, man. I'm just saying, guns. like, he is a big personality, and now you're giving him the the keys of the kingdom, so to speak. So he's the in-game leader. Elige is no longer there, who we know has been a guy who's had, like, his voice heard or was getting his way sometimes and wouldn't just play along to whatever, you know, someone else was was saying or, or, or wanted the team to go in which direction. You know, Naf is a veteran, and I, I don't want to say he's, like, a super passive person, but he's not, like, I don't feel like he's mega outspoken either. Right, like, so right now you have Yekinder who's going to have pretty much all the control for that roster, right? Like, similar to what Kadian has in Heroic, right? And I'm not a huge fan of that, man. You know, I've said a couple of times on this podcast, I think he crosses that line between confidence and arrogance um, a little bit, and I think... You know, you also look at Kadian in Heroic, he's a much more mature human and has been through a lot already in his career prior to being on Heroic. So I don't I, I don't have a lot of confidence that Yekinder can be that same heart and soul of the team, have that same motor as Kadian, uh, for example, has and still have, you know, a lot of impact individually. I, I imagine he's not going to change his role tremendously but think about the dynamic of this is going to be weird right like that's that is a, a key talking point i think is the actual dynamic of the team like patsy as an individual well we only really know him from his play style right we've spoken to him a couple of times but we, we wouldn't really be able to tell you what type of personality he's like in the server or, or while the games are being played rain waker as well would have only watched him in you know with some 500 matches so what what are we what are we taking from that how is the team how many of those have you watched chad Five hundred games, maybe two. <laughs> exactly, right. So it's like uh, it's it's something where uh, this is the thing. I imagine there's a lot of factors that go into picking up a player. Uh, the the roster lock is something that is encouraging, especially these blast teams, to do it very quickly. I think it closes in like one or two days or something like that. Um, Why is that even a thing? Who get if you blast, you want what's the point? <clears throat> they'll like, extend it. Yeah, I mean. If a team asked, exactly. they'll extend like, it. I don't know. I, I was point, talking like. to someone, Jason, and they said to me that they asked to, about that, and they said, "I oh, will just submit your old roster then." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then uh, then they'll change it later. Yeah, uh, hopefully, I'm, hopefully. Yeah, I'm just, I just, I, I, I don't know. I didn't get that clause at the end. Like, that, yeah, yeah. that's a nice clause at the end. Hopefully, that is the case. Yeah, I'm, I'm just speaking. I'm just assuming as well. I don't actually know if they would, but I can't see a world in which they they would be so hardline about that. It's the, the reason that it just is is war is like for me. I just worry why I look because and if it's just a logistics point of view to have things booked or whatever. Okay, really, if that's that's the point that we're getting hung up on. Okay, but I look at this. It's just partner teams. Like what? Who, yeah. Who are we? Who are we locking away from? Who? <laughs> Everybody. Everyone's in on it. Like, what are we? What are we doing here? Like, why are we yeah. restricting? Even more so. It's like, why do we have this for our own sake? Like, once upon a time, this stuff used to make sense, but we're not. We're not even. Like, we're not national rosters anymore. Everything's international. Players have these contracts which they get locked into because they sign them and then they're going to get themselves put on a bench with a crazy buyout. And then they have to hope that the market gets to a point where, you know, their team is either willing to let them go for less or someone wants to, to splurge on the bank balance. 
Like the way that the, the whole system works right now, it's not, it's not in place to build us the best possible Counter-Strike rosters. It's also not in place to nurture scenes like you're talking about, Jason, with North America. Like, that's not the scenario that we're in from either perspective. Um, which, yeah, when you say, when, when, when I put it like that, it doesn't seem very healthy, does it? Yeah, I mean, but <laughs> what, what I would add to the whole NA sort of thing would be we need to have, as soon as, we need to have one season of Pro League there. You know, yeah. like the full season with teams coming and going, that would help. I think once CS2 starts, like the, the next season should be there if contractual obligations allow it. I think having five weeks of different tier one teams being in North America and giving those smaller tier teams at least like, you know, some practice. Uh, maybe you figure out a way to organize something additional, like a sort of a showcase tournament. I don't know where you know, a couple of top two, top three, four teams from some of those like cash cups, whatever, you know, they get to play in a tournament against the teams that got eliminated from the group, you know, in Pro League, for example, right? So you give a couple of extra games for the teams that lost in the groups and you give some experience for the teams that are situated in NA. And I think that with what's already uh, in place, I think it's a good start, if anything. I wonder yeah, if you I don't, could, I don't, they're not in a yeah. bad spot. And I think I, also, yeah, sorry. Okay, you know, I, I was, Jason. I was just, I was just gonna say, like, I, I, I don't, I think it'd be cool. I've kind of, uh, I brought this idea up of like CS2 have like almost like a treat it like a, like a draft day or like a combine, like the NFL does, of where oh, you dear. just throw like one tournament and get like four North American teams, six North American teams, and just have them just go head to head for a fucking weekend, just broadcast the whole thing. I don't. I mean, I don't know. If it probably doesn't make any sense, but like it would be. That's that's where I get scared about with these teams kind of all going international from NA, like all three of them at the same time. Complexity, EG, and Liquid all doing it is kind of like. You would hope that there are plans to kind of try and give the North American scene like a jump start. You know, like the fucking paddles on the chest and. Uh, Clear. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But like, it doesn't seem like those plans. Like, I haven't heard anything. All right, doesn't what about seem like this? Those plans are being made. What about this? It's a conglomerate of North American personalities come together to form a new organization. Jason Moses O'Toole, Eric Flom, last name, and um, Scrawny Launders. They're they're Canadian, but they're in North America. Shroud. Yeah, so why doesn't just Shroud make it? Shroud. Shroud. Well, there? yeah, but I don't think Shroud. Shroud always out here talking shit about CS man. He don't he don't care about that shit. We should we should get someone you know who's interested. Is who's complexity making any changes? No, I don't think so. We haven't had any. Room I think I think they will. That. I just haven't I haven't seen any news about it. But well, you oh you think there's changes? I well I think there's changes to the extent of where I don't see why you don't change if you're complexity like this team's what kind of hit change? the ceiling. The team's kind of hit its limit. No. Well, you'd try and get a liege, but I don't think a liege would go to complexity. Uh, no, he already turned it down. Yeah. So then, who are you getting? So like, where does where 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 would Elige like to go then? Who, who's who's going to pick up Elige? EG. He'd go to e, well, it depends on the roster at EG. Well, yeah, he wouldn't go to the EG with automatic breeze refresh. Neil and I Weez. mean, you go you go to EG or you dip your toes into Valorant if you're Elige, right? That would be the best for him. I feel like. I, he's only <laughs> 25, man. I think I do say so young. The one thing I like about this whole Team Liquid thing is that Elige is not on the roster anymore. But he still can reinvent himself. I think he needs to be on a different team. Like, I think that he can still reinvent himself as a player. 
He's only 25. He's still young. Like he still can be good. You see glimpses of it. I, I feel just like think he's 30. Well, I think that that's because we've seen him for so long, right? But <laughs> exactly. he's still that's, that's he's funny. still young. So I think that a new team, like a new home, some new influences, a, a new chance as well. You kind of a can bit leave of that, that humble pie behind. as well. A, a slice of that humble pie. Wouldn't you can leave, leave, I feel like. you leave the bags, Yanko. You know, you don't have to take anything. You can move country and leave all the stuff there and just never answer the phone. No one will know. Yeah. Well, people will know. But, uh, you, you know, <laughs> just, just throw the SIM card away. Make sure you're not reachable. Yep, no credit cards. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've, ne- I've never mastered that. Who else is there? Was, that's the thing. Like, for example. Zorty, he's in the conversation. Are we talking about who, who now? EG? EG. I don't know, there's so many different ones about EG, man. Like, <laughs> what is there? Like, what's, what's actually, like, so it's what? Electronic, Perfecto, Zorty, Elige, and Automatic? What? Is that the roster? Like, I think Automatic is meant, is meant to be one of the pieces they keep, but I don't know. So yeah. or is Perfecto not in that conversation? I don't think Perfecto is in that conversation. By the way, I don't even I don't even know where this electronic DG rumor started. I just woke up and saw it. I I just saw it. I'm just like I'm sat here and I'm like talk about all of it. I do feel like if Navi thing is happening and they're not keeping electronic and perfecto, they should go somewhere as a duo. They should go to Cloud Nine. It would make Cloud Nine so good. Shiro, Axel, Electronic, Perfecto, and then I'd say keep Hobbit. And make electronic continue. You want to man. Well, the only other (laughs) Hobbit is the one who was like the most who's been like sort of letting the team down the most when it comes to sort of like fragging in his role and bringing the impact. Like, sure, you can argue about the whole style and Nafani and Groove and that whole side of things, but on the server, I don't know. I feel like it's not the same hobnob. Let me throw this at you then. What about Axel, Shiro, Electronic, Perfecto, Jerry? Yeah, I can dig that. I thought you'd be more excited about I can, that. I can, why, I can dig that. You know, I like Jerry. Jerry. Thing, I like Jerry a lot. I think, though, I don't even have something again. I feel like, I don't know, you know, Nafani and Gru, who has a bigger say? Like, I, I, I probably feel Groove at this point, you know. I think, I, don't, I, I wouldn't potentially even mind Nafani staying if you bring a different coach and then change your style, right, and put Groove in a sort of a GM role, right, like put him... A level above, right? Like, I think that could be a good move. But yeah, probably at this point, you know, you you could bring Jerry in too. Just the thing is, how old is Jerry? Well, he's twenty five. He's not that old. I thought he was a little bit older. No, and Axel and Shiro are young. Yeah, Axel Shiro super young. You have you have Shiro in there who's who does a lot of like mid round calling too. Well, obviously you have Electronic who's super experienced as well. The problem is a little bit of role overlap in that sense with Axel and Electronic. Do we know if Electronic's going to try and keep in-game leading? I imagine not. Not yet. I feel like he could do it, but Bro. I feel like it's too early for him. Similar to like what's like Nico had to do it in phase, right? And I think he did a good job. Uh, I think he can be a great in-game leader, actually. What but are the, it's what too are the odds? He's too skilled to start doing it now. What are the odds that Electronic's game is just ruined after being an in-game leader no, for no, a year and a half? No, no. Zero. Zero. Give me odds. Zero, Zero. odds. He, if Chad, anything, you become a better Chad, player some by having to in-game lead. 5%? Okay. Yeah, so you guys are very, I'll tell I you. Think, I'll, 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 I think he's too good. I'll second I think he's okay. too good. I'll say 5% sure. too. But oh, okay. Here we are. Now he's changing. No, it. I mean, just because, you know, you never say 0%, <laughs> Jason, as you would well know. 
But well, uh, I guess I'm the only not pussy in this channel. But yeah, go on. But it's you know you you get a broader view of the game from being an in-game leader, right? So then you can even when you go things. back to playing, you can sort of get a better feel for timings. Like you you understand more what's what your teammates or your opponents doing on the map means for you in that exact position, you know, in that exact moment. So Yeah, I, I agree with that in theory, but I feel like in practice it doesn't always work out that way. I mean, what happened with Nico? Well, Nico was an in-game leader for what, like a few months? Mm, more. Like, Six was, months? Less no, than a year? It was a year. A year and a little bit. In, and some other stints for a couple of months. So it was like a full year that he was doing it. There were some oh. players who got ruined by that, though. I have like, to think of the players that got ruined by it because my brain isn't functional players? at the moment. There definitely were players that, that picked it up and then that was just it. They weren't able to really come back. Magisk came back. Yeah, he did. But well, some of the French players, though, some of the yeah, French Shox players and picked MBK it up, both, they, both you know, like never got back. A little nah, bit rockier exactly. for them. I think that afterwards. has anything to do with the fact that they. There's up there's the more game. there's more. My brain's just a little foggy at the moment. Or maybe there just isn't anymore. <laughs> well, I'll come up with a list. I'm going to write them down. You write a list, Jason, and you bring when it they to come the next to me episode. as they come to me, I'm going to write a list. But I mean, Axel, Shiro, Perfecto, and Electronic. That's just that's pretty crazy to think about having all yeah. those guys on the same team. And it I feel like really Jack, who the Jack is a guy who would make that happen. Like who sort of understands that even though that would probably be pricey, it would still be worth it for what you would get. Yeah, I, well, you, I, I'm curious, like how much Navi would be selling. They're obviously huge players, but I don't know, like, I guess it's how long is left on the contract. There's all of those things that come into this conversation as well. What about uh Virtus Pro, like sure, James extended. They're not doing anything weirdly enough. James extended contract for four years, so is that like now just Norbert is sticking around? It's just like the outsiders team that won the major. I think so. Like, there's been no. <laughs> That'd be so stupid. <laughs> I think they are. I think they're just sticking with it, man. I don't think anything's going on over there. <laughs> but they so played a fucking stupid. tournament and won it with that team. But I will say though, because we did criticize. I mean, I did criticize. You know, the Fury of five-year deals. Uh, when they happened at the time. And, you know, James is four years, so pretty similar. The standard is three years. But I think I'm I'm fine with James in this situation, right? Like, he's been with this org for a long time. He's the captain of the team. You know, I, I think if he's feeling comfortable with the org, I think he obviously gets a lot of say in, in who he plays with and how they play um, and probably in the, in the changes like that they potentially end up making. So... I think in his situation, that's a f okay deal to sign, right? And you have to assume he got a pretty decent bag, considering he's somewhat of a brand all on yeah. his own right. You know, yeah. like he's got his own his YouTube channels doing good. Like he's just a fun, fun personality to talk about. He's got a lot of conversation. Like he's valuable to VP. So you'd assume they gave him some good shit. Yeah, and I think also it's a good uh, segue into the vitality thing too. And, you know, flames for Dupree because who was the team that after they won the major made the player change? It was VP, right? Bringing in Chiron instead of Norbert. And I think... Big round. Well, yeah. And I think this is not the same thing because Flames is more experienced um, than, than Chiron was um, at the time. And I think it's, you know, I think both 
changes make sense. I think VP just sort of overdid it at the time with picking a player that's too young and too inexperienced and probably underestimated uh, a little bit of what Norbert brought to the table, especially in those like games against tier one teams. Um, he had like a lot of impact for them at the major, right? I think with Norbert, a lot of people are like, well, he's not incredibly skilled but somehow he ends up getting it done and, and and finds his rounds and finds his impact in games and Chiron wasn't able to do that so I think Flames is obviously I think a better just individually skilled a more individually skilled player than uh, the Norbert is so that's sort of a different change that you're making and I think I think it was Bill Walsh or Bill Belichick who said it's like you want to trade your player like you 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 want to move on from him like a year or or two years even before he starts on the decline you know because then you can get potentially even a lot of value uh for him in trades and and whatnot so i think um this is one of those changes that if you're vitality you don't want to make it but it's a good change you know, well, he's free. Flames is free as well because his contract ended with OG. Yeah, you can't pass that up. Yeah, but I mean, just from, you know, like for, for Dupree and what sort of a player he is. And I think he could definitely play for, you know, one more year with them and not be a, a wait, maybe even a little bit longer than that. But, you know, as you guys have said, it's just like a really good opportunity that you you hate that you're doing this, but it's sort of, it really makes sense for you. It's one of those, well... A business decision. What about this, Yanko? How's this sound, man? Dupree goes with old mate Stare, joins Astralis with Device, Blame, and Glaive. Then you've got Stare, Blame, Device as your fragging trio. Dupree in there still doing the the same roles. He can he, he can fulfill the, those duties that he has been doing, and Glaive in game leading reunited. Ready to go. Now he's got three of them. He's got now he has enough to reform the superpowers of the Astralis Star, and they can supercharge that and bring Danish Counter Strike back uh, into the light. That's pretty fucking sick. I really like that idea because also I think if you're doing this and your vitality, you're not gonna make a big fuss about Dupree's transfer fee. So I think if you have that opportunity, if you're Astralis. Even if you didn't want to spend any extra money, you just sort of do it. You know, like, I think both Altex and Buzz are too inexperienced. You know, like, even someone like Stare at this point has a little bit, has more experience than them. So if, if you have that trio of guys back and then, you know, Blame and Stare there instead of Magisk and, and, and Zipix, I mean, that can be a pretty good fucking team. And we saw well, devices, devices on one. Dude, blame is it? Blame has a lot of output, right? I know he has some low impact kills, but over he's he just has always has output consistently as well. It feels like now if this stair guy comes in. I remember watching him in um, Sprout, Kedavitsa. right? Ah, yeah, I was I said Kadovitsa, but yeah. yeah. But I remember watching him play, and and he, you know, he, for an eighteen year old kid, he's definitely a prospect, and it's it that these are going to pop up, and he was able to get into good games. This is something that. They're obviously doing so. That's a good pickup in itself. And then you're you're right. They should just they should just do it. Just just get it back together. And then get Jason the band back together. Jason, Liquid can die, but Astralis can live. Only one may survive. Uh, yeah, and I'd, you'd, we'd all take Liquid any day of the week, right? 
Well, there's some news today, Actually, Jason. Yeah. There it is, some it's news the, today. It's the Astralis Redemption arc, isn't it? They've decided they want to be the good guys again. Oh, it's the first step taken towards rainbows and redemption. Do you want to be the breaker of the news, Jason, to the people? Yeah, I'm sure the audience knows, and I'm sure the audience has been celebrating. Astralis part ways with Casper Fit and Casper Shit. Wow. Yeah, that was one time. That was there. shout out to Duncan's TikTok yeah. channel. <laughs> Your pronunciation was good, however, Jason. I, I respected the extra effort. Found around a lot of Danes in my life. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Great. I'm, I'm great. I think we're all news. jazzed up for this. Best, yep. best news in a long time. Um, for those unaware of uh, who may be Casper Whit, is he was their director of sports. So basically, like a general manager, the guy who's pulling all the strings in terms of player changes, whatever not. Um, he was the genius that, that, that was making those decisions, like bringing more players in, like Bubski, Yugi, or the, all those guys. Um, and who sort of it was under his watch that that leg legendary Astralis lost her, roster um, fell apart. Pulled really, the ripcord. Because, um, you know, some players were taking, you know, medically because of burnout and mental health exhaustion. And others had, you know, others kept playing with different stand-ins, which was obviously sucky-sucky. Um, and I think in that situation, just a comment, I think they should have just let the whole team go on a break, dude. They should have just given them all a couple of months off, say, hey, we need to take care of our players. It's been a long couple of years. Um, they, we, they're struggling with this new change of environment. And, you know, in order to preserve this lineup, we're going to take a step back for a couple of months. You know, give them a, an extra month on both sides of the player break if you have to. Right, and I think that could have helped that roster from the outside looking in. So he was also the person, you know, when they were bringing different players in, and then the whole lucky situation and in and out, op, no op, farling, all of that stuff um, that you saw post device going to NIP. He was the main guy for that, and obviously Hunden, the cheating rat um, from Heroic, <laughs> who was employed by Astralis while he was still in Heroic and felt like he was doing things. It's just disgusting. It's just such a disgusting, you know... Situation. Uh, situation, like uh, a number of things that were happening. And I publicly called him out on it on this podcast, on social media. Like, I couldn't understand an organization like Astralis and with the amount of, you know, accomplishments that they've had, how they could associate themselves with Hunden. So, and a lot of people are saying now, well, what's, why did they even hire him? Like they get, they got so much shit uh, when it happened and he was only there for six months where I can only imagine that it was Casper Hitt who was, you know, at the, his biggest advocate because probably the cunt well, doesn't have any principles and he just, you know, <laughs> has seen or heard that, you know, he's like a good Counter-Strike mind and that's what their team needs because, oh yeah, you also fucking lost Zonic because you're incompetent. So because <laughs> of all of that, he was like, yeah, let's get this guy. And luckily someone in that organization realized, listen, like this cunt is incompetent and this other guy is a fucking cheater and a rat. Why are we having these people on our roster? Just like on our organization, just get rid of them both. And cut ties completely and sort of, it's like, you know, when your foot 
it's, it's, it's got gangrene on it. It's like if you don't cut it off, you're, you're going to die. Like it's going to go over into your bloodstream, your body, and, and you're done. So they've finally <laughs> decided to cut off a foot. And uh, hopefully this is like the start of Astralis going back. I think now I'm even more horny for what Chad said. You know, bring back uh, Dupree, bring Stair in. Like that roster with, you know, no fucking cloud above their heads, no idiot managing them. Um, I think could actually be a, a solid contender and definitely a super fucking exciting team to follow. I don't, I don't even... One hour, 18 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only time sample we'll have. No, because that one right there, we can clip that. We can clip that, Jason. You, uh, you that's what you, uh, nice. yeah, yeah, we can do that too. Take a little, sound, take a little bit of a, a sound. Yeah, that'll, that'll be the teaser. That'll be the teaser for the episode coming out tomorrow. We can yeah, make that I, happen. Give us a little bish and a bash and a bosh. I was reading this, um, I was reading the, uh, the, the news post on the Astralis.gg website. And at the bottom, uh, old mate, fucking Anders, the CEO of Astralis, not the <laughs> Anders everyone knows, a different Anders. Uh, I don't know how to say the name. Horschult? I'm not sure how you pronounce it. I'm not. I'm not going to attempt the Danish. But uh, it's a nice try. Yeah, it's the O it's with the with the line through it. Anyway, uh, we have right here. Where are we at? Uh, and his and his comments. I would also like to thank Nikolai for his time here. It was not as long as we had hoped, but in continuation of <laughs> our work going forward, we need another profile to support the head coach. We wish Nikolai all the best. Notes. Oh, wait, wait, what? I thought this was like a, a quote. Anyway, yeah, that's what he, that's what old mate's saying. Notes Horschel. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought, yeah, anyway. Replacement. Yeah, that, is, that, is, that is a very, I'm reading that now. That is a very confusing layout for, uh, for what should be a quote. Yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I, I think feel like an idiot regardless. So they got me there. Good job, Astralis. You made me read, <laughs> <laughs> read something out. Good job. You got me. Thanks, guys. Um, I think when I think about it, I mean, not that we need to add anything more, but when I think about it, like when you go back to like some of the articles that Richard wrote, like releasing like all the, like the logs from the court case and talking about that relationship between, uh, Hunden and Casper, it feels like they were kind of like a, like a, like a little one, two punch, you know, like, cause like the, the whole time during that heroic you're, you're talking about like a simple flaming situation yeah they're like they're they're in constant contact about <laughs> where the roster should be headed and anticipation of this move so like while casper's making the decisions he's like taking a shit ton of advice and taking the opinion of hunden so i think that was hunden was there very much more for casper than anything is the way i look at it these days um yeah so when one of them was gone it was like the you know now that you guys are a, kind of a package group you know see you later you're both gone yeah, interesting, and I think that it, it it was it's largely been received as a positive thing. I would say. Who the fuck uh, would yeah. see this as a negative thing? <laughs> a blind I know, person. Oh, I could think of two people. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. yeah, and then nice the people who are affected around them as well. I'm sure there's a few. I I just had this pop into my head. I need to know before it pops out. Sure. Are you still getting horny if Cloud Nine is uh, coach change like you want Yanko? But Nafani, uh, Shiro, Axel, Hobbit, and then Perfecto. Are you still getting? Are you, is that getting you horny for Cloud9 at all? I don't know, man. I feel like Hobbit's time on that team has run out. So the Hobbit's the sticking point. I feel like Hobbit. Hobbit is twenty nine, bro. You know, Shiro and Axel are what 
21 each, like 12, you, I think. Yeah, your third star should be someone like Electronic. Um, yeah, but I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd be, I'd still be horny if it's Electronic, Shiro, Exile, Buster, Booster, and uh, whoever, Jerry or Naphany. <laughs> Fuck you, yeah. <laughs> you just made me spit shit on my nose. Fuck. Yeah, like so, something like that. Like, I don't care. It's just like, I feel like the guy who's playing Hobbit's role needs to be better than than what Hobbit has been putting out. And also, I mean, a, if, if, you're, if you're making thing, big changes you? on the team, like, as I said, like, age is an issue, right? So get someone who you know you can count on for the next three, four years, right? I don't know if you can say that for Hobbit. Unfortunately, okay. I like the guy. I love the guy. He's a great guy, but, you know. Well, there's lots of players to, to pick from in the region. Yeah, that, that region is not lacking for talent, is it? Yeah, but way? it is. Like we don't know the direction that that region really goes in, and as, with Navi, like the with the with the war that's going on, and Navi no longer taking Russian players, that's also limited like an option for Russian players, right? Like so now they're kind of a bit more intermingling. Um, so that's it, it's interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see. Like the, you have the whole spirit scenario with the players coming up from the academy. So then you have players like Wonderful who are free. The Patsy situation with Liquid. There's so much fault. Like this is all connected somewhere along the line by these international moves by Liquid and Navi. It's kind of like brought everything together as one giant orgy. I mean, it's another it's another good argument to stop doing regional RMRs, do regional qualifiers that feed into like the <laughs> take a shot, Jason. God damn it! I'm <laughs> doing a format. That, God, shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one, dude. The first one who did it. <laughs> uh. Oh, oh my boy. god. But you know Jason, wow. Another th- <laughs> I'm a all new right, man. Right. <laughs> One thing that I'm actually like sort of liking the rumor about them is um OG. For for, okay. for OG, like the rumor is that they're gonna build around Nexa, Regali, and Fiku. Well actually I don't like the Fiku part. <laughs> but if, if, <laughs> I don't think either Fiku or Neofrag like ended up Proving it, I don't know because Man, Neofrag, I feel like did better during oh. during like the Sinners game. What have you ever watched one of the games like with Twitch chat on while OG is is playing and no. Neofrag Neofrag misses a kill right and Twitch chat are so mean, man. They're the most horrible people in the world. Instead of typing Neofrag, they type No Frag, right? And <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> I could think of a worse good. one, but yeah. Like, why are they doing this to the poor guy, man? And it's like. When Spinks isn't playing well, they call him Stinks. It's like, dude, what is wrong with these people? Uh, or when Stinko fucks great. up a line, we call him Stinko. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, okay. oh, Captain, oh, Captain. Oh, Captain, oh, Captain. But I think, you know, felt for, bad about that. for for, for, <laughs> for Agali, it's like, he fucking was balling out in Dallas. You know, he was doing great. I think he really sort of proved himself. The Dexter one is a little bit weird, right? Like, it's only been a year, and now Nexa is coming back, and he's being transfer-listed. Um, and that's the thing, like, he was transfer-listed. So I don't know if that's sort of just language, but or maybe he already has a destination he's going to. Destination and that's just, unknown. So, no, you know, OG is no. just getting ahead of it. But I think Nexa Regali, what? He could go to Force because Zordi's not there. He could, yeah, but that feels, I don't know. And if Jerry leaves as well. I feel like he's at his point in his career where he should be aiming higher than fours. Yeah. Where's he going then? Because no, none of the big teams are touching him with a 10-foot barge pole, man. Why not? Because he tweets during matches. 
<laughs> well, that's just what I've heard. I've heard that the, I, I've heard that teams they don't they don't like what they're finding. You think he has a too big of a personality? I I'm just saying, Yanko, that Is my, it the high fives. It maybe the high five. It, the high fives are too powerful. Yeah, that's that's it. They did slow down as time went on. You know. Yeah, uh, because you know the players couldn't play anymore. <laughs> Last reason high five. Which which yeah. team would he join though? He wouldn't join Vitality, not Heroic, not FaZe, not G2, not Ents, not Cloud9, not Navi, uh, Maybe not EG. Gamer Legion. Not EG? But Zordi's going to EG, isn't he? Is he? What about, what about Mouse? I, I EG, I, there was also a, a, a rumor EG in talks with Jax. Yeah, that Jax maybe, is there maybe, as well. That's the yeah. name we forgot. Yeah, yeah, Jax. Maybe Jax EG too. is going from like the blueprint with three NA teams to two international teams. <laughs> maybe that's <laughs> weird, isn't it? Which you know, EG are gonna buy. EG are gonna buy another six teams on top of it. To be and honest, start their own I'm, not, EG league. I'm not sure about the plan Wait. is, but that would actually make sense to have three teams. If you have two international teams with some NA players in there, and then your third team is exclusively NA, right? Of talent, and they mostly focus on those smaller tournaments and then you promote guys from there yeah i could see that yeah. what, if, what if dexter goes to mouse shui frozen jdc dexter exertion to mouse yeah mouse needs an opera who's mouse gonna get dexter what do you mean they have to they have torsi <laughs> fuck off well, the Torji's not going anywhere. They get, what? They're gonna add, Why not? Get, I think, get him I think out. Dexter <laughs> him on the is first gone plane and back Shuhei is joining. And then it's going to be the the four of the Mouse oh, NXT come on, guys man. reunited you need alongside to get, You need to do better than Torji if you want think, I think if you're Mouse, this is like almost like, sure, you might believe in Torji. You might want to play with him. But this is like the Dupree situation. Do you have an opportunity to get Dexter? That like you do that I right? That makes just, you I immediately think dangerous. Plenty of team. opportunity to prove himself, or here's the the, the biggest of the. Yeah, I don't think Torji you, you is get, un untouchable in any way. Yeah, you get Shui and Acor. Who gets Shui and Acor? Mouse. That yeah, Acor back to Matt. Look, I that that'd be cool, but I also hear that it's hard to get players out of uh, Gamer Legion. Um, I, I mean, know that who's going to be left? Shui is like going to go back to Mouse. Ima, if he goes to Navi, like you have Acor, Isaac, and Kios left. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and that's yeah, not your like strongest player. So at that point, you might as well, you know, if there, if someone else, if you get an offer for someone else. Yeah, know? but I I wasn't even considering Gamer Legion's moves. But it, for them, they would probably they wouldn't be able to sell everybody, but they'd probably hope that they could. Um, uh, but then if they can't sell everybody then they would just I guess you pick up the pieces of whatever ever is either like free and is good at the end of the day and you just piece it together and you go again because like they're not a top team or a top org like they can't compete in the same way with trying to make these trades and maybe they don't feel it's like like if nobody wants to buy Acor like why would you just let him go I mean not you know, not letting go for free or anything, but just sort of, you know, if someone wants to buy him out, you let him leave in that sense. Especially since it's, you know, offers, like you have a lot of different opportunities. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like the buyouts for a lot of these players are just like crazy money considering the financial environment we find ourselves in right now. Like hearing figures like to buy players in NA or whatever, it's like half a million dollars to get a player out of their, their contract or whatever, right? And this this type of money, 
again, like going into the unknown of CS2, it, uh, it, it feels weird. Like, do you want to hit the ground running and swing? Mate, we've the been fence? there. We've been we've been there for a while though. That's how much buyouts have costed for a long time. But that's so. That's why players aren't getting like put on these teams. Like, why? Why yeah. if you were? Why are you spending that money on on this guy when you could spend almost nothing on a guy who uh-huh. gets to play? You know, there, there's a lot of options and a lot of reasons why yeah, I can see these orcs doing these plays. What about uh, Mantu going to big? Right? Yeah, yeah. That's well, pretty cool to me. But what else is happening at Big? Faven made a tweet saying that he was taking time out because he just became a dad. I don't know if that's true, but I saw the tweet. Surely, bro. Has this trolling. team has this team had a stable roster in two years? Well, they're meant to be going international. Uh, here we go. As some of you already know, I recently became a father. After talking with Big Clan, we've decided that I'll take some time to focus on taking care of my family. Once this period of bonding and adjustment has passed, I'll return to the competitive CS scene. Uh, so yeah, we'll see if he returns to the big roster. He's never really been anything too crazy impressive on that team. He's done his job, I think. Um, but I, there was rumors about Big going international as well. I think if you have Tabson, Crimbo, if you're no, mate, you can't to... go international. You ruin the entire charm of Tabson staying in this organization for the past six years. Yeah, but we, we, we've we always thought one thing and they've always said another, even though the thing that we thought has been right for Tabson the whole time. So whatever, man. No, like, that's, what, that's now like a career what if. Yeah, but that's it. They, these people didn't take the chances when the chance was there, Jason. That's their own fault, Fuck. right? That's what happens, man. And I think... I think people are saying the window's closed now, bro. No one's out there. It it is, I mean, it is. It, it, it is. It's yeah. closed. He's, yeah. They're not wrong. The people aren't wrong on this one. Yanko, the people aren't wrong. How often do you hear that? You never hear that. Never, especially in my country. The people are always wrong. <laughs> the people are always uh, dropping the ball. Oh man! What else it's do we have? So much. Chad, how have we, how have we not we, talked about your uh, your second place finish in the goat league? Because I Wait, don't want to talk about it, Jason. Th- th- there's still more. Okay. There's still one more big news that we sort of need to discuss, which is the whole Perfect. Brazilian yeah. shuffle. Oh yeah, and the fall fallen. And the the I, the, the, fall problem the is stakes. It, yeah, I feel like this is hopefully this is like the pin that like opens the gates, you know, like you pull it out and the, the and the waters flood through of the rest of the Brazilian shuffle because this isn't but the enough. best the best team that they could build isn't being built. Yeah, that's true. And like that is the only thing that really like I look at. I'm go, oh. bro. If they, it's hard, if it's they hard to judge up, though. If they end up bringing fallen and then they leave arts to be like the opera or whatever or they just leave him there as a player i'll have like i i don't know like that guy i don't know like what he does to still be on that team like if you're already like bringing in a different team game leader what you value him that much as an individual player you think he's that good that he can still be on a team that now has fallen urian serato like come on man just move on from the guy like if anything, Brazil has riflers. Like they're lacking operas, but they have riflers. You know, like if you're Furia and you're finally moving on from this core, like shell out. And Fallen doesn't have, you know, a lot of years left, man. Two years, three at the most. I mean, right? I, I swear at the start of this year, he was saying he was, he was done by the end of 2023. Yeah, I mean, because I obviously <laughs> he's dissatisfied with the fact that he's playing, you know, success right. meant that he like qualified for a big tournament. You know, like that's not... Those are not Fallen's aspirations. He he 
a would like to aim much higher than that. And with a roster, you know, with players like Serato and Yuri, he could do it. Like we saw a little bit, you know, at Blast finals. You know, they played some really good games. Could have made it even into. Um, the final that's why i felt you know it's pro league they lost a couple of silly games you know even the last one against complex it wasn't really as bad as the result showed but you know then again they failed more after that um so yeah i would just like them to get two more riflers that fit in um and that you have a team that's like ready to go now bring vinnie back with fallen you know, like I feel like that would be a good sort of a glue guy. Um, obviously, played with Xerato and Yuri in Furia before, and you know, I don't know, one more good rifler <laughs> that obviously isn't like super expensive because you're going to have to shell out. Uh, you know, Fallen is going to be expensive, probably more so because of his brand. But yeah, so in any case, I just I think. I think My, if Furia keeps heart and then just adds a guy from like the academy, as it was the the the, the word that Kawes uh, guy, it's like come on now they're doing what Astralis did when Device got back, like they they're leaving him with who was it at the time Buzz and Zipix, right? It's like well you know. <laughs> yeah, it's I, I think that's my problem with like judging it with any kind of finality at the moment is because like if this is the only move i'm gonna be so fucking disappointed if it's just like fallen coming in and like trying to like have keep safe and art on the team as well like it, this is it's so epically disappointing with what brazil can actually provide safe, safe's not saying drop drop and um drop's already gone i didn't see anything official about safe but i figured safe and drop would both be out at a minimum well but, if uh, fallen's coming in then safe has to be gone right but the yeah the thing with this is like if art stays and they can successfully use him as an aggressive rifler to open up areas on the map and he can play that role and not just feed right and he can do it a bit more uh reined in or with a bit more tact when fallen needs it and then i agree with you yanka bringing in somebody like a vinnie would be perfect right that'd be a, a great little combo deal to bring over bang it's done you got vinnie back on the team all good and i think that's a, a ready to go roster Serato is a good enough player that they should be that, that they should be as good as they were before if not better and that's that's i guess what they're trying to achieve is it the dream roster i don't know i guess you can make an argument for having like big Uzira as the in-game leader in the team and then having someone else or but like yanko said there's a, a lack of orbs it, it, i i don't hate it as much as i thought i'd hate it I think I'm okay with it. I, I don't like the idea of the, the academy player as well. But let's see how far they can stretch the money. That's another, that's the, usually one of the biggest, biggest factors. But it, it is so interesting to see Fallen now on like the new biggest, like considering like the, the way that his career has gone, right? Bringing Brazilian Counter-Strike to the top of CSGO. And then the team that like usurped his team, now he's on it as the in-game leader. Like that's so fucking crazy. It's I like, honestly, I, I have a lot of faith in, in Fallen being able to pull it off. I know he's not at the top of his game anymore, but I think Fallen is still, still capable of making this team better um, from everything I saw when he was in Liquid and working with him there. And, and even just like some eye tests in the game, I still think he's, he's had some games that he's called really good games, even in, in the current meta. And games, obviously, where he's had good individual impact. So I'm, I'm willing. I, I, I like where that could go. I just want more, want more coming. Yeah, it, I, I just find myself with all of these roster changes just a little bit, 
in such it all just feels weird man it feels so much but every time i think it's so much i'm always just like overwhelmed by all the options all the conversations that are being had when i first heard about navi going international and people were saying the names they were talking about i was like there's no way this is real like, i didn't even give that like a second thought it went in one ear out the other and then now to see like a report coming out from dexerto from fucking mira about alexi b and iman and all this stuff it's like what how are we here? It just <laughs> Counter Strike has never been this international. That's a fact. It it, it I, I I don't know. It just doesn't feel right. To you me. think maybe imagine I, I if think it's Navi so was Dota. going for Kixan instead of Alexi. Uh, it's still I don't know. I still like, still unproven. No, it's just like going international for for me. Like having that change is is such a. I don't know. I always just would associate well, because Na'Vi because I'm going all the way back to the Edward and Zeus days with the Starix the and two Senya. big staples. Two big staples are doing it. It's like a huge changing point with like Liquid and Na'Vi both blowing up and going international entirely. And just like the the scale of the changes, like name the last time a shuffle after a major like actually gutted like m this many teams. Yeah, and who are the teams in the top ten who aren't changing? Fucking heroic phase G two ends. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like the rest of them are changing. That's and I mean, if you that's even more if you go down all the way down to like the top fifteen. Yeah. Like top twenty. So may, maybe VP doesn't change. We don't know what's going on there, but Furia changes. Monty's changing. Astralis. We know stairs coming in at some yeah. point. Fnatic is completely gutted. There's like rumors Imperial's about. going to have to change. Someone's talking about Cipher and is it Yimpat joining OG? Like. So, so yeah, Cypher could be leaving yeah. into the breach, but that's just one of these fucking Twitter <laughs> little posts. So ah, it's so much to keep up with. I know there's so many moving pieces. Isn't it exhausting? It is. And people, all people are doing every day is just having conversations and making decisions on which team they're going to end up on. It, it's all, it's all quite higgledy pickledy, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. Hickledy pickledy. Yeah. You heard that one before? Uh, this is the first time for me. Oh, okay. I don't know what it means exactly. I'd probably have to look it up. But, uh, yeah. Gentlemen, I, I've i come to a bit of a, you know, the, this this point where I was, I, I, Jason brought it up. We need a broad shirt. We need to talk about <laughs> We don't it. have to. We have to. We have to. I want to hear this. I'm just disappointed with the, with the loss. I'm disappointed in my own performance. Uh, really, really expected better of myself. Um, and all, all I can do is just say that uh, personally, uh, I'll be I'll be holding myself accountable. And thank thank you everybody for understanding. How could you lose to Yurich? Yeah, he, well, he was, he was actually he was actually better than Letney. Dude, like, he was so was he? he was so much better. It was yeah. the dumbest thing. He was ridiculously well, better than Letney. It, it like, was he was because, owning. Like this this was his life's. You know, work. work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it all coming to culmination here. He was, he, like, I was watching the games. He probably was playing, took a I was limitless like, pill or something like that. Let, Letney wasn't having anywhere near as much impact as this guy. I couldn't fucking believe it. And we're out, you know, it's, it's, it was wild. But, uh, yeah, I, I made sure to try and keep the internet banter field as possible. I think... You did uh, a good job with that. I appreciate it. I it hope I annoyed us. some it of them because that was the plan. The plan was to try and frustrate them. And hopefully I got a little bit in there. Um... So, but did, did you get did you get mind fucked on the veto when you had to play Dust Two? 
Uh, I didn't have to play train. Dusty was fine. I didn't didn't have an issue with playing like Dusty. Train bothered me a little bit. It's like we get both of the fucking gimme maps. It's like how much influence do these streamers have and I'm voting for dog tier maps. Like what the fuck's going on here, man? <laughs> playing two maps not even in the rotation. And then people are like, yeah, but they've been in the map. It's like, yeah, but what do you think I do with my job? I just watch the professional Counter-Strike players play. I'm keeping up with the way the game's played. Not fucking yeah, train and dust too. I haven't seen train in three years. I don't give a fuck how that's fucking played. And they got Oscar on the team who... Like, their team was imbalanced as fuck. Wasn't they... Their streamer was Olaf. Yeah. And then they had Shocks and Oscar. It's well, like, what? What do you mean you had Pimp, fuck? dude? Yeah, but we, they had Olaf. Do you know who Olaf Meister is, Yanko? Who? Wow, man. Don't... <laughs> Don't, don't, man. Come Bro, on, NBK, man. NBK looked great, though. Yeah, he's, nice. You had the best years. player of the major. Yeah, second best. Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> he have had him the man. most impact. We did have him, yeah. Well, our is home he any good was ancient. Yeah, he was Give good. Give us some first-hand experience. He's calm. Very, What's he very, like? self, very self-sufficient. Well, actually, I don't know. Like, his comms, his comms are great. He's, he was very calm. He just would shoot people. And, and I, I didn't usually get to see because I'm at spawn on ancient. Weren't throwing. you dead a lot? Didn't no, you die first I'm setting all of the everybody rounds, like 80% of the rounds, you died first. Yeah, probably on the CT side, I reckon. <laughs> maybe more. I'm just fucking with you. May maybe more. On the T side, I'm throwing all the util Yanko. I'm doing like Insta Window, Donut Smoke, Flashes, Mollies, B Executes. I'm oh, just Yanko, you know, you know Chad in show matches. Imagine him with a little bit more stakes on the line. It was some sweaty shit. He was calling defaults, calling mid-round pauses, rotating back, throwing fakes. This was This was a legit performance okay no i had a full i had a full ancient a execute i could smoke temple donut ct on my own we used did you get did early. you get your team what did, did you get your team into a server to show off things you wanted to do during the game or did you stream your pov on like discord or something and show them how you wanted to play no i just like with ancient i know how to play ancient so that's really easier for me because i play that a lot with the guys when we play face at pugs yeah uh, yeah but, but you, brought, you brought the boys into a server at some point as like a true in-game leader, old school in-game leader. For, for train, in between the maps, because none of us knew any util, we all quickly jumped in a server and ran around. Didn't help us at all. <laughs> didn't even help us a little bit. We did, it, we did the outside execute once and then we got stuck bottlenecked in main and we didn't even get to the bomb train and get the bomb down while the smokes were up. Yeah. So that was a little bit, that was a little bit like, well, okay. Oh, there, there's a, there's, there's a. We have severely limited options now that we can't do that. Yeah, if you can't stick the landing on something like that, you, you <laughs> you're <laughs> probably going to have a bit trouble. more trouble. Yeah, and then <laughs> after the, when around like that, I think we still ended up winning it. But then after that, they start playing close main, and yeah, it's just, it's yeah, it's all fucking train, man. But yeah, it was it, it was fun. It was fun, and I'm enjoying playing a lot of Counter Strike again. I just you know I don't like losing. And I don't like playing like a fucking bot. I don't think it's representative of my. My impact, but hey, you know, that's that's the stats for you. That's the numbers game, guys. You'll bounce back stronger. Yeah. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Got to get back in the lab. Get back in there tinkering. I am Sydney got announced. That, yeah, they did. Yeah. That it was, was uh, that's cool. It was great. Greyhound skit. There's the new location. We have a podcast episode we're going to release uh, on Friday. Ugh. With machine, and <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna From, I'm gonna get ahead of it and say <laughs> I'll be even more disliked after the episode. I'm not <laughs> the most proud of my um, 
I want to say behavior. Yeah, maybe behavior. <laughs> we don't have demeanor. To post it, demeanor. Right? You know, like because well, we've we already done a broadcast podcast earlier in the day. <laughs> it was an so NBA. Late. I think it was a Denver game before this podcast. <laughs> so I've had we a few had a watching Jokic. You know, and then we're coming in. We're trying to talk about Sydney, and the tone of my voice is well. You guys will hear soon enough. Felt like I talked way too much in the in the first like half of the podcast. I didn't really like that. It's probably cutting people off a little bit too much. It wasn't a great experience, but you know, compared <laughs> to having to redo the thing all over again and me just being, you know, sort of getting hated on a little bit more, I think that's the the best way to go about was it. Was it at least funny thing. in parts when you listened back to it? Was it was the bits that made you laugh? I mean, yeah, of course. Like there was bits that made me laugh, but it just like every time I speak, I'm like, man, you can really tell I'm fucking drunk as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like not exactly slurring, but you can like you know, and I'm taking so long to tell a story or make a point. That's like probably what I hated the most. It's like it's like three or four minutes of me talking. I could get it done in like a minute, you know, if I just got to it. But at some point I did say I did feel like, or maybe that was just, you know, I was imagining things, but it did feel like no one wants to talk. So that's why I was like sort of trying to, you know. Man, you're, hard, you're hard to interrupt when you're drunk. You just keep going. There's no, there's no downtime. Jason said like seven sentences for the whole podcast. <laughs> it's really bad. I'm sorry, no, guys. I apologize. Jason spoke about, Jason spoke about uh, his shoe cleaning. And no, Alex of, spoke about my shoe cleaning. And the amount of callbacks to that was the funniest thing. He had like three or four different callbacks to the shoe cleaning throughout the podcast. And every time it was just hilarious. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah. I did so tone, that's, uh, I did that's tone down on my drinking since. So. That's a podcast to reminisce on the good times we've had at all the IM Australias. Over yes. Here. So that'll be a fun listen. Yeah, so the, the prospect of going back is quite nice. Uh, it's a good, good time of year to be going. I believe it's like October or something, so the weather should be It's like the same starting. as if in May, no? <laughs> yeah, it should, it should be starting, you know, going into spring. So uh, spring's always a, a, a nicer time, right? It's like uh, October, November, spring, December is when, when uh, summer starts in Australia. I believe that's how. Is that how the seasons work? Southern Hemisphere. Northern I don't know, hemisphere. man. You're from the Southern Hemisphere. <laughs> well, yeah. I think uh, summer traditionally starts in uh, December, and then it's January, February, and then March, April, May, uh, autumn or fall, uh, depending on which part of the world that you're from. Uh, however, these these could have changed. The seasons change. So do the planets. We once had Pluto, and now it's no more. Uh, rest in peace. Pluto. It's true. Pluto's no longer a planet. If planets can't be stable, what you know? What can be? Uh, nothing really. Um, I want to play more <laughs> Counter Strike. Yeah. How yeah. have you have you enjoyed CS two? Um, I'll be honest. I haven't really leapt into the updates. I saw the video they put out the other day with the comparison, the between peaking? It, which is nice. It is good that movement is a focus. It means that they are acknowledging that there is um, is a difference, a difference in the way it yeah. feels. So I think that that is a is a giga positive. Um, in terms of other aspects, I haven't, I haven't uh, investigated too far. I see that the, the updates, are, they're, they're coming a little bit more frequently now than they were previously. It's not such a drought anymore. Um, so that's cool. And I don't know, have you, have you played any, any Jason? Oh, you'd be so busy. Uh, I have been busy, yeah. I somehow managed, my break just started today. You know? Oh, okay. Like, you know, that this, I somehow managed to book like seven of the last eight weeks of work or six of the last oh, seven. Oh, that's right. Like, yeah, you were casting. I've, 
since the podcast we did in London, where I was on like two hours of sleep, I have I've had like four days off where there's been no work or no travel. Why have you done that to yourself? I don't know. It just kind of happened. It just kind of occurred. Okay. Well, interesting. Interesting. But yeah, I've been exhausted. Um, but I've played a little bit. I played a I played a couple uh, just solo matchmaking experience CS2 when I got home. Um, so I've been I've been doing that. I do want to play more CS as the break goes on. But yeah, it's just been about time because I've been I was casting the Goat League that you were playing in for like seven. It went hours for a while. A it did go for yeah. It, it was did go six, for quite five, a six days long. Yeah. Yeah, well, it, it, it ended on a fucking Tuesday, which is quite unusual. I know. It was, on a Tuesday. it was very weird. Jane got home and she was like, wait, you're working tomorrow? And I was like, yeah, I know. It's strange. Tuesday. Tuesday yeah. for a grand finals. Normally on off days. It's like, uh, you know, like, like a bartender. You work on the Saturday, Sunday. You have the Monday right. off. But it uh, yeah. wasn't the case with us. Not anymore. No, no, no. All right, gentlemen. Well, we're, we're back in the swing of things. What do we want to do in the coming weeks uh, with shows then? Because we spoke about doing one early next week. We're going to release the Sydney one that I just mentioned on Friday. Um, if we do one, did we say Tuesday next week? Yeah, that, that's what we said. Okay. Tuesday next Tuesday week. Tuesday yeah. next week. And then, uh, well, yeah, I, I guess we, the next video one we'll be doing will probably be around Cologne. Cologne. Uh, so that's going to be some time a away. Month, a month from now. Yes. Uh, and we should look to get a couple, of, a couple of guests on. Maybe we could see what, if, what a Henry G's up to. Maybe we could bring Rush Lee in for a segment again. You know, I uh, I have been. It's been a while Rush. since we had the uh, the anime segment. Yeah, or you want you want oh, the animated to come I back? I think he I think he told me uh, in Dallas that he, he actually had another. Uh, <laughs> I think he said like a bathroom toilet related question. Oh, okay, all right. That he wanted to pose to the podcast. So well, that, we be... do like toilet questions here. One of our favorites. I've had two really good ones over the year. Yeah, he does come with he does come with gold, doesn't he? Uh, he, he comes he, he comes all the wait, mate. We're coming up to the fucking crazy. We're coming up to the. <laughs> hey, these fucking scooters and shit. It sounded like I was getting attacked by a bee. <laughs> We're coming up to the, uh, the the one year mark of uh of the podcast, aren't we? I have that in my calendar. Oh really? Ooh, it, it was during the player break last year, wasn't it? Towards the end of it. Uh, yeah. What was the first episode we did? What date was it? Uh, give me a sec. I, I know what date it was. Wait, where is it? July, I imagine. Or was it late June? I guess it would have been July. I don't remember it at all. I don't, I, I, yeah, that's not something that... Uh, I, you guys have it kept was the anniversary. August. August, okay. The anniversary is 3rd of August. Okay, well, we'll have done over 50 It's a Thursday. Oh, okay. Well, the, that's during Cologne. the player break is what I had in my that's head. That's actually yeah. during the off day in Cologne before the playoffs. Well, that's quite nice. So well, we oh, can what do we, an episode. What are we going to do? Live well, we haven't made the jock straps yet. Yeah, we fuck. could make the jock straps. You want me to get into that? Yeah. I can yeah, start yeah, looking yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And well, if well, they do well, jock straps, they probably do thongs too, you know, to be fair. How are we putting a logo on a thong? Where is the material that we're putting, like on the front? Right on the... <laughs> it has to be on the front. There's Jesus. only one fabric panel. Yeah, our three heads. Yeah. Our three head. What are we like a dragon? No, the thing could turn them into booty shorts. The 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 logo that we have, you know. Oh, the ba- Okay, the banner on the on the Twitter. Yeah, that. But just maybe a little bit different shapes, so it fits the piece of underwear. Okay. Well, Jason, <laughs> we're gonna start with jock straps. Yeah. I'm gonna. 
Yeah, we put know that we're in your account. Get a, take a couple yeah. of days off. All right. Jason, you've earned them, you know. Thank you. And then I don't get any. Then go I have, back to I work. have work I need to do tonight and tomorrow, but one oh. day I will get a day off. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's nice. Well, let, we'll give you some time off now. Let's, let's shut it down and uh, we'll upload this episode and we'll, uh, we'll see everyone next time. Cool. Peace. Bye.